you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barakat. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Kadeem Barakat. And as always, I'm super excited to be here today, to be talking to you guys today. And I hope you guys are doing great. I hope your day is going well. Your weekend is going great. Um, You know, there's a lot going on in the world. So I just pray that you guys are safe, well, and healthy. And of course, I hope you guys are happy and blessed. But listen... We're going to get into like how how my business got robbed, okay, a couple days ago. Yeah, I'm shocked too. It's even weird even saying it. Like, I I can't believe it. Trust me. And uh, I'm going to tell you guys how my day went that particular day before I went to work and I saw that my business was robbed. (laughs) So I usually get up around 5.30, 6.00 to do my devotion, to pray, to read my word, and just really just prepare for the day, you know? Um, so between 5.36, I usually am like, you know, like I said, reading the Bible and things like that. This particular day, I got up and I, I, I told my husband, I was like, man, I'm really feeling to read Revelation. I said, you think I should read Revelation today? And he was like, no. And he was like, you know what? You should. So I opened the book of Revelation and was reading it. And you know, like growing up, I don't know about you guys, but I can speak for myself. Like growing up, like reading Revelation was very scary, right? Because it was talking about things that we couldn't even imagine that could happen or would happen, right? Like just, you know, basically Revelation Basically, the times that we're living in now is exactly what Revelation was was preparing us for, right? Let's be honest. Like, it's exactly what's going on now. So I just felt like with, with everything that's going on with, with the wars and Palestine and Israel, like, I just really was like, let me read Revelation. Like, I think it's time to get into that book. And, um, so that's what I was reading, <laughs> I was reading Revelation. So the intruder, the rob, the person that robbed me was, he entered my spot around 5.56 AM. So I was literally up, but you know, when your phone is on silent, it don't notify you. And I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, and part of me felt like God was protecting me reason why I say that, because I don't really know how I would have reacted at home at that time if I would have seen the cameras and seen that there was someone in my spot, you know, like, you know, like, I don't know how I would have reacted. I mean, obviously we would have called 911. My husband would have went down there. The cops would have probably got there before me, well, before my husband. <laughs> and, you know, that guy was in my spot for like 20 minutes. So, I don't know. I just feel like God was kind of like protecting me. But anyway, so 
Um, you know, so after that, I got ready for work. Um, I got there around 8.45. And when I walked into my shop, I noticed that my my desktop was was on top of my desk, right? So I was like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, who came in here and moved my desk? I mean, sorry, who moved my computer? And part of me didn't feel like I was robbed at that moment because I was like, I was robbed. Like, wouldn't they have taken the computer and all my products, right? So I was like, hmm. So now I'm standing there like, yo, who took... <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because like I I looked at the video and I, I saw me walk in and I stood there and I was like, like mad confused. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not funny. I mean, it's funny now, but not at that moment. But anyway, so I, I walked in and I was like... Well, why the place is a mess? Why the floor? Like, I was really confused. And then I was like, but I was the last person that left yesterday. And then I was like, my husband didn't come in here. Because all I'm thinking is like, whoever came in here, why did they move the computer? And why they left the place a mess? That That's all I'm thinking. Like, like you know, the one of the young ladies that worked there came after me. Were they looking for something? But I'm like, well, why would they leave the place a mess? So then I was like, yo, somebody probably set me up. So then I, I walked in, I walked in some more and I was like, yo, I was like, my desk. I was like, somebody broke into the register. I was like, oh shoot, I was robbed. So then I called my husband. I was like, yo, somebody robbed me. And he was like, all right, I'll be there in a minute. And then I called 911. I was like, yeah, somebody robbed me. So then I stood by the door because I was like, I don't know if anybody else is here. And honestly, I was afraid to look in my rooms. And see, like, my equipment was gone, my machines were gone. Like, I was afraid to look in there and see, like, the rooms, like, empty. Like, I was like, I'm standing right by the door. And then my appointment had arrived. I had a 9 a.m. appointment. She arrived. And I was like, somebody robbed me and I can't do your lashes today. And she was like, what? What did they take? I was like, I was like, I, I don't really know what they took, but I know that they broke into my register and um, so she was like, well, you stand by the door. I'm going to go look inside. So she looked in all the rooms. She's like, Kadeen, like, all the rooms are good. Like, it doesn't even look like anybody touched the room. Like, your TVs are there. Your your machines are there. Like, like, like no one went inside the rooms. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So at this point, I was like, somebody set me up. And I thought it was the guys that installed my cameras because um, the day before, they, the guy, one of my husband's friends was there that installed my cameras. And he was, so basically my, I was having issues connecting the cameras to my phone. For some reason, it just wouldn't allow me to view the cameras from my phone out of nowhere. So he was there the day before while I was working, trying to figure out the camera system. So I was, so I told my husband, I said, yo, your friend set me up. Like he came in here. He set me up. So when the cops arrived, I told the cops that I think somebody set me up and I think I know who it is. So when I told the cops, they were like, nah, I don't think your um, your husband friend set you up. He's like, no, I highly, I highly disagree, right? He was like, um, like definitely somebody like came in here, but he was like, did you like the door? I said, yeah. So they kept telling me like, they kept asking me, are you sure you like the doors? I'm like, I do this every day. Like the doors were locked. Like I'm telling him, so he was like, well, who else works here? You know? And I'm like, like, I was like, nah, the girls wouldn't do that. Like, like I was so confident that, that 
like I was I just was like nah like nobody that I know would have did this like it's the guy that stole my camera so the cops was like well do you have access to the cameras the surveillance camera so that we can like look at it and I was like that's the thing I can't for some reason I can't access it from my phone and it, it was like that for like two or three days and I'm like what a coincidence that my cameras, I couldn't access my cameras. This guy was in there trying to fix my cameras for me. And then I get robbed. So I'm like, yo, they set me up. So at this point, the cops couldn't really help me as much because I didn't have nothing to show. I didn't have any, I couldn't pull up any videos or anything. So they were just like super confused, just like I was trying to figure out how somebody broke into my spot because none of the doors were broken. The back door wasn't even touched. So we're like, yo, so we were like, somebody that knows you that have the access key came in here because the way my doors are set up, I don't use keys to get in. Um, everybody has like a card or a code to enter the spot. So I, I was, so, you know, at this point they were like, all right, well, somebody, you know, enter the code or, and so whatever to get in here. So maybe like 20 Minutes after that, I was like, oh, shoot, I have a, another camera. So I have a separate, like, smaller camera that faces, like, the register and the computer, the desk. And it also has a view of the door, the entrance. So I was like, let me, you know, let me just check my app on this camera to see if it captured anything. Sure enough, the moment I pulled it up. I seen the damn bum walk in my spot. So I'm like, oh my God, somebody was really in here. Like, duh, Kadeen. Like, <laughs> but like, I was like, oh my God, somebody was really in here. And I was like, yo, who is that guy? I said, I don't know that guy. Like, no exaggeration. Like, I don't want to judge. But this guy looks like a neighborhood, like, bum cracker. Like, literally. Like, I'm not exaggerating. And... I was like, I don't know this guy. I was like, but how did he get in here? Because I don't think anybody that I know knows him. And then I was like, hmm, maybe the guys that, you know, was fixing the cameras for me, my husband friend, I said, maybe he paid this crackhead to break in here. Like, I'm still blaming my husband friend, right? So, again, the cops was like, nah, like, I really don't think he's your husband friend. This is probably just an opportunist. You know, he saw the spot and he broke into it. But we were all trying to figure out, but how did he get in there, right? Because no, it was no damage to my doors. The windows wasn't, wasn't broken. Like, we just don't, we just didn't know. So anyway, I did a police report and they had detectives come. They had a, a, like another squad come to do fingerprints. And they were like, you know, give us till Wednesday because we're going to find out who, who did, you know, who broke in here. So I was like, all right, cool. So that was the end of that, right? So then uh, maybe like an hour later, uh, my, my husband's friends came to finish, you know, trying to like not fix the cameras, but like uh, like like basically connect the cameras to my phone because it wasn't showing anything. So we were like, yo, can you like at least pull up the front camera so we can see like how this guy entered here? And sure enough, the damn guy was walking by he looked at my shop and then he double looked and walked right to the door and kept pulling, 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 pulling until until the door popped open. 
So I was like, okay, so that's how he got in, right? But my door is a 1,200 pound magnet door. Like, like, like I said, you either need a card to enter or a code, right? But this guy like popped like, yo, I don't even, I can't even tell you how he did it because I was like, yo, not even like a normal human being can like pull open that door. So when the cops and them, when I sent the video to the detective, he was like, oh, he must've been on, on some drugs because he was like, only someone on drugs would have that strength to open that door like that. So mind you, I'm not from the projects. I'm not from the streets. Like, you know, I don't rob people. Like, I don't. So I, I, this is all new to me. So when they was like, oh, he must have been on drugs to get the extra strength. I said, what extra strength? It was like, yeah, like, I guess there's such a thing called like crack strength. Or maybe I'm saying it wrong. But I didn't know that when you're on certain drugs, like you have this extra strength in you. So I learned that. So they were like, yeah, he definitely was on drugs. And um, he definitely is a bum for the neighborhood. And, um, yeah, so that's how he got in there. But thank God he only took, I thought it was a hundred dollars, but he only walked away with 90 because I only keep a hundred dollars change in the shop for, for change. Right. So I knew he didn't get anything more than a hundred dollars. <laughs> And I had all my keys in there, like the keys for like all the locks inside the shop. It was all in the register. So that was all gone with the cash. He cracked my epoxy floors. And you guys know how I feel about my floors. If you don't know, uh, if you don't know the story, listen to epoxy one and epoxy two episodes. And um, you're going to, you know, understand why. <laughs> That hurts me so much that he cracked my floors. And when I looked at the video, I was like, yo, how did he crack the floors? He cracked my damn floors because he spent about 20 minutes trying to open up the register with my scissors that was on the desk that um, like he was struggling. Right. Like he was like such a savage. Like you just you should see this video. I think after I post um, this episode, I'm going to share videos of him entering the spot so you can see but like he was such a savage like he was in there for about 20 minutes like really trying to break open this register that he ended up taking the register and slamming it on my precious epoxy floors and the register pop open it popped open and it cracked my floors so, but I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to be like, I'm, I'm not going to complain. I'm very grateful. And the reason why I, now I'm looking back at it and the reason why I'm so like blessed and grateful that that's all that happened, because honestly, I feel like if, if he didn't see the register or if the register wasn't there, he would have went through my entire space. He would have probably like trashed it I don't know he probably would have like did some did some stuff in there probably damaged my stuff probably stole he probably would have still like stole the tv stole my equipment he would have done more but because he saw the register that was his only focus so I'm like really thankful that the Lord like really like protected my business because I don't know what I would have did if like my retail was stolen my even my Mac computer like what if he had stole that so I'm really like thankful and I feel like my life 
you know how that saying, like, if you don't, um, what, if you don't listen, you're going to fail. Like, I feel like my whole life is like that. Like, I feel like God allows a little window of things to happen to me for me to like, either like wisen up or be more like, um, I don't know, like just, just be more alert. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everything that happens in my life that I feel like is trauma. I feel like God was like either preparing me or protecting me or like, hey, Kadeen, like wisen up or be more alert in these streets. And that's how I feel. I feel like God was like protecting my business and, you know, and just us entering in the holiday season and things like that and all this stuff that's going on in the streets and the world. I just feel like the world is getting crazy and, and, and more dangerous. The streets are getting more dangerous. And I feel like God is just like, Kadeen, like wisen up, you know? Go go get some gates for your for your shop. Get some alarm system for your shop. Protect your shop. Protect your space. You know, because you know you guys. If you heard my like you know my other episodes, like I I I shared like how much like how much I put into my my new spot. You know how much I invested. I I did not have any loans. Nobody helped me, and you know I spent a lot of my savings and my capital, in in you know building out this space. So. When, you know, when it was time for me to do like to get security system and things like that, it was really expensive. And I was like, I'm not spending no more money on this space. Like I'm done. That's going to have to wait. And the, the security gates for the front of the shop, I was like, well, the, the owner of the building didn't install it. So I'm not I'm not buying that. And but that's me being like simple minded. Right. Because I had to protect my space, you know. But in my mind, I was like. I'm not spending not a dime on this spot. Like I already spent my money in here. I'm not spending another dollar. So well, that quickly changed. Like when my place got broken into, I ended up immediately, I call um, someone to install some, well, not even install. I called to get a quote on how much like the gates will cost. And, um, yeah, it's about $5,000 to get gates. You know, those like gates that like stores, like, you know, the gates (laughs) that people draw graffiti on. Yeah. Those things are like five, like a a couple of thousand dollars. So it's kind of insulting to know how much those prices are. And the fact that people like do graffiti on it and stuff like that. Like, yeah. So yes, I got quoted uh, about $5,000 and the cop was like, you need to get gates, period. Like you need to get gates. You need to get a security system. He would just tell me all the things I need to get. And I kept saying, I'm not getting gates. He was like, no, you're going to get gates. So all that to say is that this was like an unexpected expense. And I don't know if you guys know, or if you're business owners, but like business has been really slow for everyone for the last couple of months, including us. So yeah, um, spending like five thousand right now for some gates is it was is not in my budget, and um, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say. But um, you know, I shared this situation to my family, and everybody kind of feel really bad about it. And um, my one of my aunts is like, Kadeen, you know, create a GoFundMe and send it out to all of us, meaning like all your family members and your cousins, your aunts, you know, like we all want to help you, like send us, like create a link 
and we'll we'll chip in to help you with the gates. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. And, you know, if you know me or been following me, I'm very like, I don't want to say prideful. I don't like using that word, but I don't, I don't ask for anything. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a, if I could do it myself, I'm gonna do it myself. Like the last thing I'm gonna do is ask for help. And that's been me forever. I don't know if it's like, because I don't know. It's just weird. Like I just do, I, I just do everything for myself. I don't ask for favors. I don't know how to like delegate. Like I'm just like, I just stress myself out by doing everything on my own, period. That That's just me. I need to really pray and work on that because it's not really good. Because I realized that people really genuinely want to like help me in a lot of different ways. And I don't allow people to help me. So the fact that my family was like, you know, we want to help you. I was like, oh, okay. So I created a GoFundMe and I'm actually very surprised of like the support and the help that I'm getting from my family, you know? And um, even like clients that I shared shared it with and my pastors, they were like, please send us the GoFundMe link. Like we want to help you. And then even my clients, they were like, Kadeen, like we love you. We love your business. We do not want your business to like, like we want your business to be successful. We like we need your business in our community. Like we want to continue coming here. We want to continue to support you. And that made me feel so good because I was like, wow, like, you know, I just, you just, I'm just, I'm just surprised. I'm just really shocked. I'm really shocked. I'm very grateful. And, um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much everything that happened to me. And, um, I do have a GoFundMe. Just know that it was very, very, very hard for me to create it, but I will share it because, um, I realize that people do want to help me and um, I just want to embrace it and I appreciate it. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that if you are business owners or, or you know, looking to open your own business that you learn from this mistake that I made and um just protect your business, protect your space at all costs, be very alert, and um, you'll do great, all right? Um, I think that's all I want to say, and one thing I want to add, this has nothing to do with, with the story, but if you are a person that, you know, go to church, you believe in God, and things like that. Um, I will encourage you to tithe. This is so separate, but like I really encourage you to tithe and give back because because it's such a blessing. And the reason why I say that is because pers- like I feel like I've been attacked, like spirit. Like I feel like my my finance has been like like attacked spiritually. I mean, I don't know if you guys understand what I'm trying to say, but like. I just been like dealing with a lot of stuff financially. And um the moment that I started to tithe and just give back and just, you know, God just wants us to like let go. You know how like we hold on to like 
let's just say $5 and we just hold on to that $5 and we don't want to like let go of it. We want to like cherish it. And I don't know if that was a good example, but like God just wants us to open your hands and just give it to him, trust him, have faith in him and, and just believe that the things that he has given you, that he will multiply it. And he, you know what I'm saying? And he will bless you and continue to bless you. And, and if God has put something into, in your heart, you know, again, just know that walk in faith and believe that that thing that God is telling you to do, just do it, do it because he has given you the idea. He has given you the vision and he will see you through him. And all I'm trying to I'm all over the place, but what I'm trying to say is that tithe, because when I tithe in my church and just tithe in general, like I feel like God is blessing me so much more, so much more. And the times when I wasn't tithe, I would just hold on to my money and being like selfish. And, you know, I feel like God wasn't honoring that. Okay. So I hope this all makes sense to you. Just believe and trust God and whatever he vision he's given giving you or whatever you're struggling with, just give it to God, pray about it, fast on it, because he will see you through it. He will literally walk you, you know, side by side, and he will give you the the ideas, the vision, the words, the, the, just everything, just everything. Just pray, pray, pray and believe in God. And that's all I got to say is, <laughs> let me just end here because I'm going to go on and start babbling and I'm going to lose the focus. <laughs> so... If you are not following me, please do follow me at the Dead Day Spa. If you want to hear more stories like this or have anything else that you want me to talk about, send me an email or a DM. Um, and yeah, we'll chat next time. Bye-bye. Toodles. Got